0: All right, guys. Derek, so we're talking a little business shop, but today we're going to talk about selling your uh, program on the phone. Okay, so whether you're the salesperson, you have another salesperson. Just keep in mind that that salesperson is the face of your company. Okay, if they're going to turn that interaction with that customer is going to determine how they feel about your company and your brand. Okay, so you have to make sure to train your salespeople. Number one, protect. The brand at all costs. And if you have a bad attitude, a, that's a ground for immediate termination. And if you find that someone has a bad attitude with someone, you call them back and you apologize and you give them something like a free training course or whatever it is. Um, and. Immediately let go of that salesperson that has the bad attitude. Okay. So, as I've done research and talked to different salespeople and all the other stuff, so you guys don't have to at the end of the day, like, yeah, there's, there's some salespeople that, uh, don't need to be there and they're, and they're making the companies look really bad. Okay. Um, even if they, they close a lot of deals, what, you know, your, your reputation, the taste in the mouth of the prospects and customers needs to be good right so customer service number one um and rewarding for that okay if you're rewarding just for sales um the customer service is going to go by the wayside i've dealt with salespeople where um if you have questions they won't make the time to answer the questions for you um and i've literally heard them say like um yeah um he said he'll talk to you when you're ready to buy. And I said I can't ask the guy questions he he wants so he he basically wants to make the sale, but he doesn't want to do the work right ask answer some basic questions right so you test like it it's been very interesting um going through these calls for you guys and showing you what works, what doesn't, and you know. And what's really cool is other businesses are spending millions of dollars and I can just bring this research to you, right? Um, and so there's a lot of cool things over the next several podcasts that I could talk about that will help you in your process with this, okay? So by doing tons of these calls, not only myself doing thousands of sales calls myself, um, for my coaching business and stuff like that, but also having been on being on the other end for tons of calls. I don't even know how many of people trying to sell me their stuff and seeing how they do it. And I'm noticing trends, and I'm sharing these things with you uh, so that you don't have to go through that because it's a real pain, right? So you have better things to do. But... For me, being a super marketing nerd, um, I'm very interested in the little nuances of this stuff, and you'll understand that the results are in the nuances. It's quite interesting, right? So, little levers, you know, can can you know, little hinges can swing open big doors, if you will. So the number one point here because there's a million things that I can talk about this is a, a, the scope is, is is large for this topic about selling over the phone and, and, and almost everybody's doing it right now for high ticket but <coughs> excuse me but the way that you, you need to be pre- be prepared for how to do it in a way that, is more advanced than your peers so that while they're falling behind, you're ahead of them you're ahead of the game. And that's really uh, the name of the game in marketing is, you know, being ahead of your competitors. Okay. Um, if you're, con- if you can convert better, you can pay more for advertising, right? If you can pay more for advertising, you win. Okay. So at the end of the day, well, how do you, how do you, Convert better. You have to look at the long picture. So converting better is not what you think. It's not some kind of sales tactic or anything like that or a direct sales tactic or anything. It's simply how do you make your prospect feel when they call you? How do you make your customers feel, you know, after they bought? <clears throat> understanding that the sale does not end at a particular point right? Like you're always, even after someone bought, like you're still selling them on it, you're selling them on, you know, at first you're selling them on why they made an awesome decision, right? And so you're giving a lot of, giving them a lot of cool stuff and affirming that they made the right decision and all the other stuff um, until that self-doubt kind of melts away in them, right? Then you're selling them on using your program, right? Which That actually, uh, a ninja method or, again, a nuance uh, little thing that you wouldn't see, um, but actually in your marketing before someone ever buys, you're already training them how to be the best customer. Okay. And so, you know, we'll we'll talk about that uh, another time. But the whole focus of this one right now is just about how do you just ask yourself the question, how does my prospect feel when I talk to them? Do they feel loved? Do they, fear, do they feel cared for? Do they feel like my hand was just in their pocket the whole time? You know, I've talked to salespeople where you could tell like they just You know, they're just, they call it a strategy session, but it's not really a strategy session because all they're trying to do is figure out if you have enough money to buy their program. And then they're talking about that. And then they usually get off the phone real quick if they can tell, like, you're not gonna buy immediately or whatever it is, you know. And no strategy session actually happens, right? And so this is something that definitely needs to go away, right? Is the fake strategy session, right? And so I've heard other people make things like freedom call and all this other yada yada. It's all the same thing, right? And so how do you set yourself apart? One thing that you can do is like, we're going to do, we have, we're going to, do, we, we have, um, potentially two calls. We definitely have one that's guaranteed and one that's a maybe, you know, and so this is something that you can try. And we'll we'll talk about that in more detail later. But essentially, it's like a two step. Okay, it's a slower burn, a slower nurture. But there's nothing wrong with slow nurture because when someone gets in your program, the, the, you know, um, it and they've and they weren't rushed in there. There I what I find is that the stick rate is much better. Then someone that was rammed in and, and also their results are better. Okay. They've had time to sit with your price. They've had time to think about it. And it got to the point where their own circumstances, like had them call you and be like, I'm in. I want, I need to get in. Right. So that's, that's better. But either way, the scope of this call is and this not call, but this podcast is about how are you making your prospects feel? Do they feel like you just want to sell them something? Or do they feel like you actually care and that you're really giving the strategy session your all? You're controlling the call in a nice way. You're balancing, you're balancing and counterbalancing, you know, niceness versus, um, telling the person stuff, even if they don't want to hear it, right? And then mastering that balance between love and, like, um, a direction. So being a leader, being someone that is perceived as an expert, you need to carry yourself that way. Your salesperson needs to carry themselves that way. And so do they have that balance? You know, so think of, like, a, a weight and a counterweight of, like, of... You know, niceness versus tough love kind of thing. Having that right balance where they are kind of alpha, but they're kind of mixed alpha and beta, like mixed, right? Slightly more beta or alpha rather. But they have this capability of being, you know, de-escalating when they have to and then taking control of the conversation again. When you take control of the conversation, you can provide the most value. And then if someone's a little offended, you can deescalate, give them some of the power for a little bit, make them feel better, reclaim it back, redirect, right? The tough little balance there. But at the end of the day, the net effect that you want is how does my prospect feel at the end, right? And whether you're doing a hybrid call, which is a strategy slash close, you could totally do that if you actually provide real value. Okay. Um, and, um, and, or if it's just a sales call, just tell people, hey, this is a sales call, you know. And if you, especially if you have a, a free strategy video, you don't have to waste man hours doing a strategy session. You're just using a little bit of bandwidth. For your video to give them the, the free strategy session, you know? Um, and then, so that could be like the first strategy session. And then you could do the personalized version. It's like, did you watch the strategy session? That's about with everyone. It's about, we repeat 80% of what we say to everybody, right? That's what you, that's what you'll find around. It's around that. And then 20% is personalized when you do coaching. And so, We're on this call right now to hit that 20% that is geared specifically to your unique situation, personality, and all this other stuff, right? And so at the end of the day, like you have a two-step where this call, what we're going to do, you don't have to worry. You're not selling anything. Put your credit cards away. Put your wallet away. There's no, you know, I couldn't sell anything if I wanted to on this call. I'm not allowed to. What this call is for is just to, actually do a strategy session with you because everyone says that they don't do it we do that so by design this call no transactions can happen even if you beg me to buy it i couldn't give it to you and there's some psychological things built into that and it definitely it definitely will differentiate you and it goes against a lot of marketing rules but when you know the game of chess you can break some of the rules a little bit make some unconventional moves right Because you can make internet marketing just like a lot of things is very forgiving. You can make a lot of mistakes as long as you do a little bit more right things than you do wrong things, right? But, you know, as you start doing internet marketing more and more, you can start playing more jazz and you'll do just fine. Okay, By playing jazz, it means you're kind of, you just have a knack for it because you've done it so much that you understand, like, okay, well, I can break this rule here and this this principle here and still m- make a lot of money off this promotion, whatever it is, right? And having the confidence to do something like that. And that will happen with experience. And so, here's the thing, though. Again, bringing it back to the most important thing, and that's why I'm starting off Um, this, this talking about this topic, we've broken down into different, um, podcasts, but you know, episodes, but this one is about the most important thing, which is how does my prospect feel? How does my prospect feel? How does my customer feel? And one of the best ways you can do this, if you have, if you have salespeople, you can send an email and let them know, look, um, we're sending you this feedback, um thing anonymously. If you fill it out honestly, okay, which it it's not going to get back to the person that you talk to. This is internal, you know, HR or whatever it is. We want to make sure that our, our representatives or salespeople, or whatever you want to call them, you know, or team members or whatever it is, are providing the best customer service to you. So, um please fill this out, and then we'll have a special gift for you if you fill it out honestly. Like, if you go through and just, you know, um and just kind of randomly fill it out, then there's not going to, you know. You want to make it where they fill it out honestly, right? But you can't guarantee that. So, with a lot of things, you incentivize it. You know, or you could have, you could even have someone call, you know, if you wanted to. Um, they might be more inclined to, to, to enter honestly, you know, who knows, right? Or you could do, um, you could have someone fill out a form and call them and then kind of cross-reference the answers, right? And obviously have a ethical brought to do that. Just give them something for them spending their time to rate how that call was. How was your strategy call? And if it was a sales call, how was your sales call? And have strategic questions, which we don't trying to go into now, to gauge, right? Did you feel like the person cared about you or more about you or, or more about getting the sale, right? Do you think, do you feel like the person had your best interest at heart? So these are some of the, some questions that I just slipped into it anyway, right? But these are some of the questions, very candid questions that you ask. And let them just be sure to know, like, keep, please understand, like, this is anonymous. Your name will not be on this form. It doesn't have to be. Right? Or if you want to keep that data, you can, but you can be like, this isn't this will not be shared. This is internal with HR. It will not be shared with the this this salesperson or the the person you talked to for your strategy session will never know, you know, that you filled up this form or anything like that. You know? They don't know that stuff. Um, so we keep that separate from people but it gives you, you really want to gauge how are my salespeople making my prospects feel, right? Even if they get the sales, still do this, right? How did you feel when they talked to you? Like, how did, you know, did you feel rushed? Did you feel pressured? Like how, you know, this is very valuable information because when you do a sit down with a salesperson in aggregate, You know, the HR person or manager can sit down with them and be like, okay, so in aggregate, like, here's some of the things that are of concern. Here are some of the things that are excellent. And we're going to go through, we're going to go through all that stuff to make you better at your job, right? Which ultimately that's my job to do as a manager is make you better at what you do, right? Um, so either way. <clears throat> the point is, is having that feedback mechanism in place will help you as a business owner or manager, whatever it is, to um make sure that the people that are working for you are are making your prospects and customers feel loved, um, feel cared for, taken cared for, you know, um and that they're putting a good taste in, in 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 their in their mouth about your brand. That they feel good about your brand, because whether they buy or not, how they're treated by someone that is part of your company, that's how they're going to form they're going to form an opinion and a feeling of your brand based off of that. So that's why it's imperative. Number one to train all your people, customer service first. It doesn't matter if someone's swearing at you. You do not swear back at them. You don't do any of that stuff. Always keep it professional, okay? Even if they're swearing at you, be like, I'm sorry. Um, we It is our policy to, at this point, even if they're swearing at you and screening, I apologize that you feel that way. But according to company policy, I cannot stay the line if you are going to continue swearing to me, would you, um, so if you, if you keep swearing or if you swear again, I will be forced to, uh, terminate the call. If they keep swearing, then you terminate the call and notate it customer was swearing, you know, and retor- record all your calls. Then you can listen to that call and be like, well, what happened? You know? And so listening to your calls as well, uh, for people that had concerns, you can go and listen to the call, you know, and, you know, you can, if, if there's a call of concern, you know, where it's not something that just can be talked about or whatever, but it's a concern of showing the person like, Hey, this person didn't have a good experience, you know, and so, you know, you don't have to name the person. They might remember, they might not, but, you know, so just keep in mind, like if you're gonna tell a person that they're not, you're not gonna share the share their name or whatever, then keep it random. Um, just don't tell them the name. Be like, you know, you can sit down, and be like a person that you talk to, you know, and put some time between it. I would say, you know, and you could test it either way, but put some time between it, and just. You know, obviously, if someone calls in in retaliation or whatever, then they would get fired in the spot, of course, and stuff like that, right? But at the end of the day, like, you know, obviously, having rules of like you're you'll be fired if you if you take someone's number and call them out of off of work hours, like if they're working remote or whatever, you know, um, or if you call them for any other or and or not even that, but like if you call them. Um, for stuff that's not work related or whatever, right? Things like that. But the point is, is like the focus is keeping, um, how people feel about your brand very positive because not only does this help, um, when you email that person who didn't buy, which most won't and they're like, Oh yeah, I remember, like I had such a really good, um, interaction with that customer or when that person calls them back, you know, uh, as a follow up and they're like, Oh man, that's really awesome. And so one of the things they'll add to the end is about having charisma. And we'll, I'll talk about that in a separate, a separate call, but this one's just the basic of how you, how you make the, how you're making your prospects feel and your customers feel. And then on one of the next ones, whichever one it'll be, we'll talk about charisma and actually, you know, teaching your salespeople that your appointment center salespeople, all that stuff, charisma when they're talking to people so that people, they, so that they're the cool kid that people want to be friends with immediately. Like they just, they like them. They want to be ex, they want their acceptance and stuff like that. And they not, and by proxy, they will, Think of your company as like the cool kid, right? So either way, we'll talk soon and God bless.